You are Locked On Pelicans, your daily podcast on the New Orleans Pelicans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans and NBA as a whole part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Available on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from, including the brand new podcasting app, Himalaya. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media and editor over at LockedOnPelicans.com, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. Here with you all on this Tuesday. We're continuing our season in reviews Four players here. We're going to take a look at Drew Holiday in this one. Then we got to talk some sports betting because it cleared a big hurdle here in Louisiana. There's some long-reaching implications here when it comes to all of that, and it does have some effect on the Pelicans as an organization. So we'll take a look at both those things in today's edition of Locked on Pelicans. So season in review for Drew Holiday. This is the guy who is now the heart and soul of this New Orleans Pelicans team, and it's wonderful to see him kind of grow into this leadership role. Played in 67 games this year. His season was prematurely ended with some uh, an abdominal injury that required some surgery, even though it wasn't really that big of a deal. There was just no reason to keep playing him, and he was averaging almost 36 minutes per game. No reason to keep putting that type of strain on him in what at that point in time was a very lost season. But despite this being a very lost season for the Pelicans, it was a really good season for Drew Holiday. He averaged a career high 21.2 points per game this year. He's never gone over 20 before in his career. Last year was his uh, next closest at 19 exactly. He averaged 7.7 assists per game this season. That is his third highest, but the first time he's done that really here in New Orleans, sorry, outside of his first year. But last year it was 6, the year before that was 7.3, then 6.0, then 6.9. So jumping to 7.7, that's an increase of 1.7 per game. Really good for Drew Holiday in this one. This is with him working off the ball more than he's ever worked off the ball, really, these past two seasons combined. Um, And that makes it even more impressive. His game really has been unlocked a little bit better. Also averaged 5 assists per game. Also a career high there for him. Pretty good numbers just all around. He also had his second best shooting season as a professional here in um, just in general when it came down to it. So a good year overall for Drew Holiday. We haven't even talked about the defense just yet. So when you look at his year, yes, the numbers on the court have been outstanding. He can be your go-to scorer when need be, or he knows when to defer and be a little bit more of a spot-up shooter, kind of depending on whatever it is that the team needs at the time. Great to see a guy be that kind of flexible with what you need on the court and allowing the Pelicans to kind of use different lineups, which they had to because of all of the injuries that they've sustained this year. Defensively, we know that this dude is a monster, often guarding the opponent's best player, period, basically, other than bigs. He was out there guarding small forwards, taking Kevin Durant a ton, shutting down Kyrie Irving a ton, being tasked with guarding James Harden, among others. That is a tough draw on a night-to-night basis, and Holiday was up for the task basically every single night. This is a guy, and teammates even said it, 
that they've never seen a guy go all out like he does every single moment he's out there on the court and every single moment in practice. Wonderful to see. He's a great influence in the locker room as well. We saw him working out with Frank Jackson this past offseason. He'll be doing that again, from what I'm told, this offseason as well. You can't say enough about just the leader that he's grown into and matured into, and has kind of really been that quiet guy in the locker room who's keeping things afloat from what I've heard and seen when it comes to this team, particularly in a year when Anthony Davis was basically checked out. So great to see. Look at what he um, did in the playoffs against Damian Lillard last year, who's basically shut down and reduced to a shell of himself. And then look at what Lillard did this postseason in the first round matchup that they had against the Oklahoma City Thunder. He ran wild, including that game winner and the 50-point game he had to complete that series victory over the Thunder. This is one year removed from basically being a non-factor in a sweep because of Drew Holiday. Then without Holiday guarding him for four games, he went nuts. And I think that kind of really says it all. So Holiday kind of just does everything. You know, they're going to be including him more in the front office type of things now, it sounds like. Said he wants to be included on some of the trades and free agents and all of that. And it sounds like, yes, that's what they want to do. He's spoken to David Griffin, whether it's over the phone or through text message, a number of times so far. And I'm sure it's only going to increase as the offseason really starts to get ramped up. So not enough wonderful things to say about Drew Holiday. I think now we look at that contract that at the time, we were like, oh no, what is this going to end up being? It might be a bit of a steal, to be honest. And I don't think that is any other way you can look at it. He got paid $26 million this past season. He'll be getting 26 a little over that next season. That's really good for the type of production that he's giving you right now. Just straight up, it's just kind of as simple as that when we were kind of worried about the $150 million deal that he signed. Now, you know, in that final season, 21-22, uh, he, when he's getting paid $27 million, it's a player option. We almost assumed he would just automatically opt into that. He might opt out because he's going to get paid well more than that and get a longer-term, more lucrative contract otherwise. So good to see him really step up this year, become the heart and soul of the team, and really become the face of the franchise going forward. And it seems like he's ready for this. He's willing to take on that burden. And I don't think Pelicans fans could ask for much more than that. So as we get deeper to the offseason, there's, of course, going to be a lot more news coming about the Pelicans. And the best way to do it is to subscribe to the Locked On Pelicans podcast through the Himalaya podcasting app. There's tons of podcasts out there, and Himalaya will sort through all of it for you to deliver you the content that you want to hear. So download the Himalaya app from your app store, subscribe to the Locked On Pelicans podcast, and make sure you are listening daily. All right, one of the biggest topics just around sports in general is legalizing sports betting, and it cleared a very big hurdle in Louisiana this past week on April 23rd as the State Senate Judiciary B Committee voted 3-1 to one to approve legislation to permit sports betting in the state. This basically means they're going to draft a bill that then gets voted on parish by parish on whether or not to legalize sports betting. It's a little bit more restrictive than other states and other areas that have done this. In particular, you will be able to bet at sports books um, in off-track betting places, Harrah's and other casinos, and then, of course, riverboats and the like. So that's where it's going to be limited to. It doesn't mean you can just log on to your computer and then go online to, say, mybookie.ag and place a bet uh, necessarily. 
So that's where it becomes a little bit more restrictive than, say, Louise, uh, Mississippi, where if you're in your hotel room on a casino property, you can place a bet from your phone there. Here, you need to be in the gambling area of all of these facilities. So you need to be inside Harris, not in the Harris Hotel. Um, likely, you, need, you won't be able to do it from, say, the steakhouse in Harris or certain other areas. Maybe not the bathroom. I don't know. Uh, but apps are going to be used with this. The earliest you'll see this really uh, included is January of 2020, uh, depending on how things go in the parish-by-parish parish vote. This could bring in and generate anywhere from $40 million to $60 million annually, though they don't know just yet what it will really be. Mississippi rolled this out and its first year, the, uh, the actual amount came in way less than what they were projecting. So why is this important? Why are we talking about it other than, you know what, sports betting can be really fun at times, as bad as that might sound. Well, that is because the NBA is really making forays into sports betting and trying to be partners with the casinos as these bets get set up because they want part of the revenue for it. They want more money, which is their product. You're betting on it. They want to kind of get in on this too. And also it helps increase and keep everything above the board when you know the NBA is involved. So this is good. But that more money and more revenue coming in is got intriguing impacts when it comes to the league. And that's for this magic thing we talk about when we talk about lockouts called BRI, basketball-related income. Basically, the owners get a percentage of all basketball-related income, and then the players get a percentage of all basketball-related income. That's where they basically set the salary cap floor and the salary cap from, whatever that player percentage is. And it's some money goes to the owner, some money goes to the players. Usually the players get less, and that's what happens in these lockouts. But the more basketball-related income that comes in, the higher the salary cap should be, and the more money is going to be available for the players to earn. So this could have impacts because, you know what? It allows the Pelicans to be able to get more players and spend more on players as it does for every team around the league. So Louisiana starting to, you know, legalize this and get some money for the state, get some money for the cities probably too. And then the NBA gets some money does make things a little bit better for the Pelicans in the long-term future. I also eventually think you will see sports betting in NBA arenas on an official NBA app from your phone. I think that's 100% coming too. Um, and the Pelicans have rolled out a, a kind of a test thing with this that I think a couple of other teams are doing. I'm forgetting on the app name, but you basically kind of like predict what's going next and you go, this guy's going to score this many points and it's just done for fun, but it's a bit of a precursor for the league and the team having maybe a sports betting app with all of this. So horse racing wants to get in on this as well, but the NBA certainly will be included in all of this as it gets rolled out. So past the first big hurdle here in the state of Louisiana, and we'll see some votes soon on this once the legislation is drafted. So shorter podcast today. Thank you all for listening. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. I'll be back with you all tomorrow to talk even more Pelicans news. 